Welcome to Q Points, the Mobile DJ Podcast. Um, well, first off, I'm not Will, and that's not Anthony. I'm not Anthony. So what's going on? And here? I'm not Will either. Where's Will? <laughs> I was here last week, and there was yeah, right. uh, Will and no Anthony. And this week, there's Anthony and no Will. What's going on? Very weird. So uh, as you guys know, um, last week I was in Florida. It was very nice. Thanks for asking. Uh, on a little trip with my girlfriend and her family. Went very, very well. Uh, Got a lot of relaxing time at the beach. You look tame. In the pool. Yeah. And you look relaxed. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. It's nice. And where's Will now? Uh, Will is in Virginia. Okay. I'm presuming on vacation. He, he did not tell me. They didn't tell me either. I just got a call saying, hey, be on cue points at this time. And I said, no problem. I'm the designated co-host now, and I we're guess. We're very lucky to have Brett here. Oh, thank you. So. We're going to have some fun today. we got a good show. A lot of fun things lined up and uh, a lot of good things to discuss. So I hope uh, everyone's ready. we Absolutely. got the uh, white EV Evolve 50 speaker review coming up. So I look yes. forward to that. We will definitely be talking about the Evolve 50. Um, the main topic about this show is going to be dealing with intoxicated partygoers. I'm sure we yeah. we both have a decent it's a sore of point for a lot of DJs for that. when you're uh, <laughs> it's just, attacked uh, on the job. And <laughs> it's something that needs to be talked about because yes. yep. it's something every DJ has to deal with, every MC has to deal with. So Yeah, you got to watch out for those unruly party guests. And today we're also going to exactly. try something a little different, a little live Q&A on the Long Island DJs group, uh, questions and answers. We're going to see if yeah. we can get some questions and answer them. Exactly. Hopefully we get exactly. some good questions. So uh, how was your weekend? Uh, I would say eventful. Which is every weekend. You know, hopefully, it's <laughs> full of events because that's what pays the bills. Um, we had, you know, a few weddings, graduation parties are starting to kick into full effect because everyone yes. graduated last week uh, from high school and college a few weeks ago, and all the grad parties are starting to kick in. Um, I don't know if you were outside at all this weekend, but the weather yesterday, we had some DJs working outside and trees came down. Yeah. There was a micro bursts of wind. Sunday afternoon. Uh, that was nuts. It was nuts. Um, yep. If you're watching from Florida or if you've ever been to Florida, you're, you, you could be familiar with this. Oh, yeah. Literally out of nowhere, outside just went black and rain, hail, I'd have to say 60 to 70 mile an hour winds. Yeah, there were like little tornadoes popping up, and these poor DJs was, are posting all over Facebook, my laptop's trash, my speakers yeah. are ruined. Even if yep. you had a tent, whatever was outside was destroyed. Destroyed. Because it was, it was coming from all directions. From all directions, and it, it was, came out of nowhere, and it came it on insane. quick. No one had time to like pack up the gear and get it into hiding. It just yeah. came Luckily, I was inside, but I was right in front of these uh, windows and like the glass doors, and the water was coming in from under the doors. Oh, no. So luckily the party was over. I was packing up. Everything was unplugged already, so I just had to shift everything away from the windows. That's why insurance is important because you never know when you're going to have damage due to storms or yeah, fire with the even, equipment. Even inside, uh, a power line went down, and the power was out in the whole building. They had to cancel the event that they oh, had man. that night. Yeah, I heard a lot of power outages yesterday. Yeah. So. And uh, that's why contracts are important, too, because if you don't have this discussed with the client ahead of time and you get put in an awkward situation, what do we do? Do we refund them? Do we uh, reschedule? Is there a rain date? Uh, no power date? Yeah, I mean, yep. those are also things you have to outline in your contract. Yeah. I mean, last uh, so. week on Key Points, we did uh, what if disaster strikes, and we kind of alluded that it's an ongoing theme, and here we go again. Like, <laughs> disaster struck once Dealing again. Dealing with disasters yep. is just a normal um, thing. It's just a normal thing, and, and that's what makes you a good DJ and a good MC when you're prepared and ready to deal with the disaster. 
Exactly. Yeah. Saw it all weekend. Proud of a lot of people. Yeah, yeah this weekend yeah. Uh, I did a wedding on Saturday. It was an outdoor wedding uh, underneath a tent. They had the string lights and everything. It was really beautiful. They the weather had, was incredible Saturday. They, they had an awesome time. We were supposed to have a storm that night as well, but as you could see in the clip there, I mean, it was just a beautiful night. Uh, it wasn't too hot. It, 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 in the afternoon, it was very hot. Mm. I was sweating to death, but, you know, while the party was going, it was awesome. Everybody was keeping cool. So. Yeah, the video footage looks like a great time. Yeah, I wish was, I was uh, a guest at that wedding. It was awesome. We all had a really nice time. Uh, and then Sunday... I'm sure you guys are going to be excited to see this. I had to dress up as Prince Charming. <laughs> the footage is incredible. And, uh, <laughs> there he is. There it is. Um, we had the Walk 97.5, which is a radio station here in Long Island, uh, the Princess Brunch, um, where they had a bunch of the, the, the Disney princesses were there. There was a bunch of superheroes. We had Spider-Man. Batman was there. Um... Was this a charity event? On an Elsa. Um, I don't think it was for charity. I think you had to pay to get in. But it was cool. The kids were able to meet their their superhero people and the princesses. They got to dance with them a little bit. And, uh, oh, look. They're Spider-Man. Yeah, as you can see there. Spider-Man was doing some acrobatics. You know, after doing weddings and weddings and weddings, doing a kid's event every now and then is nice. And seeing the look on their faces is almost more worth the pay that you're getting it it keeps you on your toes for sure because man events with kids are just handful berserk yeah. <laughs> coming behind the booth you know, trying to whether scratch it's a, in your decks whether and... <laughs> it's an event like that where it's sort of more organized yep. or if it's a communion or something like that where kids are running around it definitely keeps you on your toes you ever have uh, children come and touch your equipment yes and what do you do in that situation uh usually i say no don't do that and then i look up for the parents i'm just looking around the room like help me out here i go uh, i don't want to like hit their kids no, hand or like yeah, yeah. like pull their hand away you, you don't want to get you, you know, can't do that taken wrong you know you don't want to say uh get away you might get hurt because the parent might take that as i'm going to hurt your kid so it's very yeah you have to be careful situation. what you say and what you do with that i just tell kids that they're not allowed behind the dj booth without a parent you got to be here with a parent or you got to be in your seat that's good. I mean, it works like half the time. The next thing you have to worry about is, are they going to listen to you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you well, know? when you put the MC voice on and you get the microphone in your hand, you command a lot of respect, I find. Especially with the little kids. For the most part. Uh, well, yeah, they want to be. If you have the yep. kid behind your booth and then you say something on the mic like, no kids al allowed <laughs> behind the DJ booth, then maybe they'll hear you and be like, oh, oh yeah. snap. <laughs> yeah. You get the, uh, the voice of God on the microphone. Those kids snap to attention. Yeah. A lot of fun the kids' parties. Yeah. Uh, we had some great weddings this weekend where we did the spark machines, and um, we take them outside and we do sparks outside for night shots, and we create this really awesome effect. And the brides and, and grooms they love it. They just uh, die over the pictures because they go right to Facebook. I do and think the I sparkles saw the are all on, on the all around them. Yeah. Really cool. So we'll, we'll be looking to uh, looking forward to that footage after the weekend. We can't wait to see the result of what we uh, worked hard to make happen. Yeah, for that's sure. exciting. I think the sparklers are just phenomenal. They're getting more and more popular. Yeah, hopefully. We'll Especially be allowed to do weddings. a review on them, uh, you know, with all the yeah. We'll uh, see what the fire code outdoor. is in here. <laughs> Even though they no fireworks inside, they're not flammable, but you do need the permission before yep. you could use them. So, yep. 
uh, you know, if if that's a possibility, maybe we'll review them here. And yeah, they're a lot of fun. Um, and but before you bring them to any venue, you want to make sure you have permission, including you know the TV studio. Yeah. You don't want to break the rules or make anyone unhappy with you. So always ask permission first. Exactly. The spark machine. While we're on the topic, uh, what's your favorite atmospheric effect? Hmm. I like, a, honestly, it's a combination of the spark machines, the simulated sparks, and the dancing on a cloud, the dry ice show. Yes. The two of them together, like the sparks glow off the dry ice cloud, and it just creates this magical effect uh, for a first dance or an engagement photo shoot. It just creates this really magical atmosphere. I actually haven't had the pleasure to use the both of those at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's so. rare. Yeah, I call it yeah. the uh, the special effects package. <laughs> that is nice, yeah. And if you take it one step further, you shoot the laser beams over the crowd and create that false ceiling, and then you have the full special effects package. Right. I know it's hot uh, coming up in 2020. Everybody is asking me about this right now. It's the snow machine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they want the f- simulated snow while they're having the first dance. The snowflakes are, are falling, and then now let they me just ask disappear. You, what are the snowflakes? It's like a like a water foam based, uh, like a I think it's an oil based foam material. Do you think that would yeah. make the dance floor slippery? Some of them do, and some don't. So you want to make sure uh, you buy the right machine. I'm still in the go. research process of of seeing if it's worth when, it. Because yeah. uh, when when I got to use the dry ice machine, there was a little bit of condensation right in front of the end of the hose. Yeah, the floor gets wet. So you you definitely have to make sure to bring some rags with you. We, we bring sponges, what, what, <laughs> believe it or not. Sponges work, too. Soak up the, uh, the other thing is we just did a, a dry ice show at a venue that turned the ventilation off and had no ventilation, no AC for about two hours before we did the dry ice effect. And since the humidity, I guess, was the wrong humidity in the room and the temperature was wrong, it, the dry ice just made the entire floor soaking wet. So you got to make sure the ventilation stays on. It's not like your traditional you know, fog machine where you want the uh, ventilation off to complete the effect yeah i didn't even Um, think about that and we were prepared with um towels and sponges we also built a custom like downpipe on our um dry ice machine that directs the flow of the um the effect and we put a sponge in the downpipe so it captures Ah, some of the water yep okay safety first very important that's very smart yeah uh the one that that i used with will um it's just like a like an AC hose. Yeah, he's got the big and one. And on the end, it diffuses. It's yep. the ADJ onto our ice, I believe we've had. And that uh, uses uh, like a haze or something? Before. Or is it strictly CO2? It's all dry ice. Oh, okay. Yep. Perfect. Yeah, because yep. you don't so, want the one that mixes them. That sets off the fire alarms. And since you <laughs> mentioned the CO2, that's probably my favorite effect. Mm. It's the only one that I personally own with Leading Arts Entertainment. The CO2 Blaster gun. The guns, yeah. I love that Everyone thing, loves man. those. It's like the new uh, hot thing for 2020, especially the brides. You just want to stand on some dance stages and blast the crowd. Yeah, exactly. I love that thing, man. But you have so, to bring out uh, giant, like, metal container full of, uh, you know, CO2. Yeah, uh, so I usually rent the tank mm-hmm. from the local, like, welding place. Oh, okay. Uh, usually I get a 20-pound a tank. You do a couple blasts. Yeah. And then they're happy. They get their photo and move on with the party. Exactly. Fun. Fun stuff. So we do have a lot of awesome topics coming up. Um, Have you had a lot of experiences with the intoxicated guests? Uh, Just far too many. I could tell stories for about (laughs) 30 more Q Points episodes. Uh, But we'll try to touch only on the best ones and um, uh, the ones fresh in the memory. The reason why I wanted to talk about that this week was because this past weekend, um, at the wedding that you guys saw in the clips there, um, 
it happened. Definitely some intoxicated people. Oh, so no. I kind of wanted to share, you know, how you deal with that, um, how I deal with that, how you deal with that. Everybody does it differently. Yeah, I mean, you have to. Not every party is the same. Not every person is the same. Not every drunk person is on the same, you know, level of drunkness. <laughs> the same wavelength yeah. <laughs> of drunkness. Yeah. So, yeah. And then uh, we're going to do some Q&As yep. from Facebook. Uh, we tried that before. Went pretty well. So we're going to do that again. Yeah. Um, we're also going to look at the EV Evolve 50. It's here. It's white. It's the fresh. white one. That's, that's sounds that's great. His, so. Used on a bunch of events. So looking forward to telling everyone about that because I get a lot of messages and calls about it. So well, it's a popular speaker. It's nice and lightweight, easy for us DJs. Yep. So looking forward yeah. to stay, stay tuned. A peek. Good things happening. Stay tuned right here on Q Points, the Mobile DJ yeah. Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Q Points, the Mobile DJ Podcast. We're here. We are here. Yeah, we're getting ready for our live Q&A coming up on Facebook, so that should be a lot of fun. And uh, right now, it's time to start the talk of uh, dealing with intoxicated guests at parties. Like, what happens? What do we do when it happens? Yeah, so uh, I guess I'll start off. Yeah, you told me something recently happened this, this weekend, past weekend so. at the wedding. Um, one of the uncles, uh, it, was, it was after the party was over. Luckily, nobody like bothered me during the party, but... Um, yeah, so he came up as I was packing up, and he's like, "Oh, what's going on? Not, not one more song." And I was like, "Oh no, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, we have to pack up." Um, I was working for Will's company, Enjoyable, and um, he's like, "Oh, so you, you probably work for a company, right? So <laughs> you can't just do what you want." And I was like, "Well, yeah." <laughs> That's usually how it works. <laughs> you know, I mean, you have to be like nice to them yep. because you're still the professional there, yeah. but and you're working. Yeah. But you want to get the message across, yeah. you know, so I'm, I'm like, you know, yeah, I can't do the one last song. I'm very sorry about that. And um, so he went away. He, did, he didn't bother me for another maybe 30 seconds. And then he came back over. He had his arm around me. Oh, he's touching Almost you. pulled me down. Yeah. So that, that definitely bothered me. And um, he started to sing at the top of his lungs oh. because he's like, if you won't put the music back on, then I'll be the DJ. And he... After the last song, it's silent. Yeah, everybody had... Everyone's probably staring at you at No, this everybody point. exited the dance floor. Oh, right? it was empty. It, it, it was a known thing that the party was over at this point. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. I said... <laughs> I said, thank you very much for coming. Have a great night. Get home safe. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Everyone mm. left. And he wasn't done partying. So, um... What'd you do? What I did was I just sort of went along with it. Mm. Uh, I let him sing a couple of words. <laughs> and, and then I was like, all right, all right, you're an awesome singer, but I got to pack up now. And I guess that was the best way to deal with it at the time. So you played the nice yeah. guy, you know, like the friend card and to not rile him up more. And I usually try to do that. Yeah. Cause, um, they're very easy to get Riled up at, at that wavelength. Yeah, when you're so, drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Alcohol lowers inhibition. <laughs> well, there's levels of, of drunk, as yep. you know. And he was up there. Well, this is the after but, um, the wedding drunk, so. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then there was another time a couple months ago. I was doing a wedding in the Hamptons. And um, in the middle of the party, mm. this guy walked up to me. He, he looked very intimidating. He looked like a biker dude. Mm. And, um, you know, so that was a little scary in itself. Yeah, you, you don't know who these people and, are when they come up to you. It could right. be anyone in the world. Exactly. And he, 
he walks up to me and he's like, you have to play some Spanish music. And I was like, yeah, no problem. You got it. Um, Did he say please? No. No one ever says please or thank you. They just say you have to play this song now. Yeah, that's how he said it. With like like, an implied or else. He's like, you have to play Spanish music. And I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm in the middle of like a 70s disco set right now. So (laughs) I'm going to work out of that. And then I'll throw some Spanish on. And he didn't say, okay, thanks. He didn't just like looked at me with like a a dead, like, just like this. I hate that face when they make that face at you. To play my song, or you're gonna get hurt. It was scary, dude. Yeah. I was actually terrified. Yeah. But um, I was like, okay, I'll I'll do like another song or two of seventies because I just started, mm-hmm. and then I'll work into some Spanish. And uh, one more song, he came over. And he's like, I thought I told you to play Spanish. <laughs> Wasn't quick enough. I was like, no, don't worry. I will definitely play it. And um, I don't know if he was drunk or if he was on some sort of drug, I guess. Yeah, but A party, uh, you know, favor. Yeah. <laughs> and nuts. So he comes back over. He's like, I thought I, I told you to play some Spanish. And I was like, I will definitely work into it. I promise. And he gives me that same look and um, walks away. So I do one more 70s song because that, that's what I told them I would do. Said, yeah. that's, that's exactly what I told them I was going to do. I, was, I didn't beat around the bush. I was like, okay, I'm going to do a couple more 70s songs and then we'll work into the Spanish stuff, I promise. And um, he, he came back up once more and uh, almost took the facade down mm-hmm. with him. And he just... I'm not going to use the words that he used because <laughs> I try to keep it clean here. I, I, I try to use the clean words here on Q Points. But, um, yeah, he basically just said, I'm going to harm you. Oh, boy. If, if you don't put these Spanish songs on. So I went into the Spanish music, and uh, he didn't say anything again after that. He went away. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, I was actually pretty scared. Yeah. After the party, I and you're asked, at work when this happens. Yeah. It's not like you're a guest at a party and another party guest was assaulting you or harassing you. It was you're at work and a guest came up, a client at work was attacking you, exactly. made you feel uncomfortable. Exactly. Um, I had Will there as the MC. We had a photographer there, and I just oh, asked so you at them. least say I had to support. Yeah, you weren't alone. Well, Will wasn't there when mm-hmm. when he didn't see it. This happen. altercation yeah. happened. He was in the other room. But um, as we were leaving, I asked him if he could just, like, walk to my car with me because the place that was there (laughs) was across the street. Mm -hmm. So it was a dark parking lot away from the venue. So, I mean, I think I could, like, take care of myself for the most part. Mm -hmm. But But you don't want to have to. I didn't want to risk it. You You don't want to be in that situation. You know, I had had my mixer with me, my backpack. If this guy takes me out. Maybe some cash from the pay that night. Yeah, exactly. So if this guy takes me out, you know. I don't want to be left in that situation. No, you, so. you always want to walk to your vehicle, like never alone, especially if it's a far walk. Right. We have a uh, clause in our contracts that states that you cannot harass the entertainment staff, DJ, MC, dancer. You have to, you know, speak to them courteously. And, oh, that's nice and, to have. And, uh, yeah. that, I wouldn't say it's an escape clause, but, you know, it gives you, it gives you that ability to protection. go to the client and say, I feel uncomfortable right now. Um, you know, we have this contract where if I feel uncomfortable, I can leave. And I don't want to leave your event, but, you know, I, I really don't feel okay being here right now. Can you please remove this person or speak to them? And usually that, that solves the problem. 
Um, so what were some things that have happened to you in the past? Well, there's like things the that ones, have happened. The ones and, that uh, really stick out. And, and there's things that have like really stuck out. One of my first events was a, a block party when I was about 15, 16. And block parties were the cornerstone of Long Island, New York. Um, back in the early 2000s, every block had a block party, and it was like keeping up with the Joneses. Like every block had to have a better, bigger block party than the next one. Yeah. And every year, the block parties got crazier. People were getting drunker, and there would be more alcohol and kegs and ice luges, things that you wouldn't normally see at a block party. And people were just getting out of control crazy. So this one block party, older gentleman, you know, long uh, gray hair and a ponytail, headband. Of course. Uh, you know, <laughs> um, Grateful Dead shirt comes over and goes, You gotta play Knocking on Heaven's Door. My son passed away however many years ago. It's my favorite song for him. You have to play it. So oh, I wow. played the song. It's a long song, too. I let the whole song play out. He's singing every word. The rest of the blocks kind of just going about their business. We just had finished playing the game. So everyone was uh, kind of disbanded at the moment. Yeah, but that's, and he had his moment. That's in a special song. moment. Yeah, so for him. So <laughs> that's nice that you. We made it happen. Yeah. About five songs go by. We play another game finally. Then he comes up and goes, You have to play knocking on heaven's door again i go oh. i played the whole like eight nine minute version uh for you and he's at this point just completely intoxicated and he's like you need to play it right now and i go oh listen i look at my my clock and there's four minutes left on the job like i could finally you know pack up and go home and uh he wanted me to play the nine minute song and i was about to play like the last song which i think was like black ips dirty bit or something like that and I said, I, listen, I really can't. Um, they asked if, they asked for this to be the last song. I have to play it now. And he just became irate and started, like, flipping up my CDs. And then he lifts up his shirt and flashes a gun. And I'm, like, on my first week or two of, of, the, of block parties, you know, working for a company finally. I had the company banner. I was all, like, just proud to be out there and had a great party. And this is how it was ending. So Holy smoke. It's like, what do you do in that situation? You're young. You don't know. So I just kept it cool. I said, all right, I'll be right back. And I walked away from the DJ booth. And I went and found the client who, you know, hired me. And they were all firemen, thank God. And they took this guy away. I never saw him again. Good. But I went and got the client because this was a situation that was out of my hands that, you know, I didn't want to deal with. I didn't know if the gun was real or fake. That's or, also a situation yeah. that is taken to a level where <laughs> yeah. you can't just deal with it yourself. Over a song. <laughs> if there's a firearm involved, yeah. like... Yeah, so thank God we yeah. had firemen and police on the block. Usually at block parties, they're there. And, uh, you know, I just calmly walked away and went and got them. I didn't, you know, provoke the guy. Um, I did put his song on, though, when I walked away. <laughs> yeah, I was terrified like like you are. Yeah, no, I mean... Um, that would be the number one, it, it, you know, most it, serious situation. It I think hurts I, your pride a little in. bit because... You, I didn't want to do another block like, party after that. <laughs> like I was, you'd like uh, to think you could take yeah. care of yourself, but, like, a situation yeah. like that happens, it's scary. Especially when you're Especially 15. Especially when you're by yourself and, yeah, yeah. and 15. I was by myself. Yeah. I had, like, my learner's permit, my junior's license, just drove to the gig for the first time Scary. and uh you know i called my boss after that he goes oh that that doesn't usually happen <laughs> yeah and i kept at it and it was fun thanks yeah. thanks for the tips boss <laughs> yeah. uh, a few years ago we were doing a, a wedding in this venue that had really terrible acoustics and you had to keep the music very low otherwise the echo was just beyond like um just you heard everything four times it was that oh, wow. bad so you had to keep the music at this very low volume which we did uh, but the father of the bride was um, 
hard of hearing and had hearing aids that were turned up way too high and you could tell because you heard the you know the whining sound the uh, loud hearing aid makes and after the grand introductions and first dance were over he didn't say a word to me he just came running up to the dj booth barreling into me with the beat red face with steam coming out his ears knocked over all my gear the facade the uh the the decks that were playing you know the song at the time which stopped because everything literally fell over and thank god i caught everything like before it hit the floor and i had my roadie behind me who caught me catching everything <laughs> pushed me back up pushed all the gear back up and the dad continued just like foaming at the mouth just screaming it's too loud you're out of control uh just spewing curses at me in front of everyone all the guests the bride the groom uh, i was like mortified i was completely now, embarrassed over the volume was he intoxicated I don't know if he was intoxicated or just in the moment because it was his daughter's wedding and right. all the hoopla of the grand introduction and the first dance happened. And it was great. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the hearing thing probably got to him and he just snapped. Like, I guess all the pressure from the day and he took it all out on me. And I, I was, you know, terrified to continue the event. I didn't want to be attacked again. The entire these things next, do happen. Th these things really happen. It's they, insane. They really do happen. Um, the I mean, next thirty minutes, he stared at me, just grilled me down while I'm trying to. That's get, the look do I got sets. from the biker dude. Yeah. Or How do you wh work he under was. that pressure? <laughs> so I couldn't take it anymore. I went up to the bride and groom and I said, "Listen, I love you guys. Great party, great couple. I have nothing against your dad, but he attacked me, and now he's uh, staring at me, and I just can't, you know, perform like this." So they made him come up and apologize to me, and then made him sit in the car for the rest of the wedding. Good. Yeah, true, true <laughs> that's, that's all I have to say about true that. Story. Good. Uh, but that's... I say when all else fails, or if you're uncertain, you know, go find the people that signed the contract that are paying you, and express your your feelings to them and how you're uncomfortable, and have them handle it because you can't handle it yourself. That's that's definitely a good tip. Yep, that's all I got um, to say. <laughs> I would go along with that. Yep. I'd say um, let the clients know, so you know. You don't do anything yeah. without them knowing. You don't want to be the one that calls if something the happens. Let them. If call something the happens, let them know yeah. why it may have happened. Um, you know, definitely have maybe the roadie or the MC or whoever's with you. Let let them in on it. You know. Yeah. That way so. you play it safe and they can handle it and you don't get in trouble and cause a bigger problem. Right. All right. Well, that was. Dealing with intoxicated and irate people. <laughs> and then some. All right. Uh, next up, we have the Q&A. So stay tuned. Stay tuned, guys. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Q Points, the mobile DJ podcast. Anthony and Brett here. Uh, this is going to be a Q&A. Uh, most of the cues will be from, I believe... The Facebook groups? Yes, we are uh, trying to live. be live on Facebook. Ah, Say that. hello. And, <laughs> so uh, so we'll have some questions. live cues there, and we'll answer them with A's, right? Yeah, and you had some uh, <laughs> questions. Yeah, already. I have some that I saved uh, previously before the show. This one is from the DJ Idea Sharing Group. Uh, this is Gordon... I hate <laughs> trying to pronounce these names. D and... D. Tenray. Gordon D. Gordon, if you're if you're watching, I'm very Gordon sorry D. for slaughtering your name. Uh, the first question is, what's the best accessory purchased that you've made? Not the favorite controller or speaker or PC or software or anything like that, but the best accessory. Accessory. Or, or like an add-on. Yeah, not like the main piece of equipment. Right. So what's yours? What's my best accessory? Yeah. It's going to be, you're going to laugh. It was uh, probably one of the cheapest things I've ever bought. 
is this little headphone hook that attaches to the DJ table, and it's a place to put my headphones. It was like 15 bucks. It's made out of metal. It was on Amazon, and it just attaches to the thing, and my headphones live there, and they don't break when I drop them on the floor now. See, that's something you don't even think about. Yeah. People are like, oh, what's your greatest accessory? What did you probably spend the most money on? Those the $15 headphone hook is my favorite. What about, what about you? Um... I was thinking about it. Uh, I don't really have a lot of like random accessory things, mm. but one that I love is the power. It's like a, a conditioner. It's not a power strip. Like a Furman. Right. Exactly. It's a Furman, like a conditioner. Mm. And uh, I plug everything into that. It distributes the power evenly. Does it tell you like the volts on the front? And uh, no. So it's just a power strip. Well, you love your power strip. It just doesn't say the voltage. Yeah. But um. I know that it d- distributes the power to what mm. is drawing the most. Mm. And um, what's cool about it is if you lose power, it slowly uh, dies. Yeah, so it's it sort of like a surge protector, but it doesn't stay on. It's important to it protect just, your gear. You, it eases out of the power so you don't like like blow something like a, a speaker or, mm-hmm. or your controller or something like that. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So little things that, you know, make the gig better and, you know, help us get by and knowing that your gear is protected is important. Absolutely. And um, also in the question that he asked, he mentioned um, Alto wireless or AMX, like a DMX type example. Um, I don't really have that much of an extravagant to do like lighting a, setup. Like a wireless. Uh... Like the wireless sound or lights or something oh, like that. I mean, that. I bought the Alto Stealth wireless and uh, certain venues we're at, they require us to put a speaker kind of like outside um, for like their patio area. Right. So I bought the Alto Stealth and it's cool because it has adjustable volume on it. So you can control the extra wireless speaker volume and it worked great. That's I awesome. had a speaker about 100 feet away and no dropouts. You know, it's the way to go. So your system was inside and then you had a speaker outside as Correct. well? Correct. So I had the oh, two cool. main speakers inside and then I daisy chained out of one of the tops to the stealth and had the stealth uh, shooting the sound to a speaker 100 feet away. Awesome. Yeah. Another I've, zone of, of sound for the yeah. outdoor people drinking and playing cornhole games. They didn't have to do it in silence now, which it's is perfect. awesome. That's perfect. Yeah. And then for the lighting, we use the, uh, the Donner wireless dongles. They got... Um, Buy the ones with the battery built in, mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about running power to them. And it simplifies running XLRs and uh, DMX cables when you have wireless. For sure. Yeah, I like it. It's my, you know, one of my yeah. favorite thing. Sure. I'll definitely look into that, because every now and then you do have to run a speaker somewhere, and you might not have 50 to 100 feet of XLR. There's nothing worse than busting out 200 feet of XLR cable to, you know, run down and up and uh, two minutes with the stealth. Not even like a minute. Exactly. Yeah. And there is there is sort of an accessory that we're not going to talk about just yet um, because we are planning on doing a, a full like topic about it. Um, the power inverters. Oh, the top secret. The yeah. wireless yep. like powder inverters. Um, a lot of a lot of people say they're good for the ceremony mm-hmm. or um, even just outdoor things. We use them you, for our photos. You, exactly. Yeah. You, you don't, maybe you can't have a generator because mm. of the exhaust if you're inside or if, you have, or if you have a ceremony and you don't want that noise. Yeah. Uh, the power inverters are awesome. And uh, John Young from DJ News. See, I'm talking about it already, even yeah, though I, I said I wasn't You're going excited. To. That's okay. Um, he's got like a, it's like a battery from 
a drill. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it looks like. Yeah, Roby makes one. But it's like a nine hour battery. Yep. So um Roby makes an inverter, you plug the drill battery right into it. Exactly. Yeah, I tried ordering them at Home Depot. I ordered them from five different Home Depots and I got a call from each Home Depot saying they were uh sold out really yeah these things were really so popular it's a, yeah it's, it's a, a hot item it's a hot item Good for the summer everybody wants to you know plug in a fan or whatever exactly um, we use them to plug in the light that goes over the scrapbook with the photo booth believe it or not that's yeah that's really smart you don't have an outlet for it we actually just got a question here from uh ej weston i like this question um this could probably be debated for millennia why record box versus serato dj why? Yeah. yeah. Do you have experience with Why both? Record Box? Yeah. Um, Why Record Box versus Serato? Why Serato versus Record Box? You know. I downloaded Record Box once mm-hmm. uh, because I was using CDJs, so okay. I, I had to analyze all the tracks. Um, not a fan of it. Really? I How use, long ago was this? This was uh, maybe a year ago. Okay. So many improvements have probably been made in, in the uh, the time. But tell me what, why you didn't like it. I'm curious. Just yeah, the interface. Different. Well, maybe also because I didn't have it hooked up to a controller, mm-hmm. so I didn't get the full experience. Yep. But that just that first interface, it's a little confusing, like having to go through all the, the, the libraries and everything. There was definitely a learning curve when I switched from, I'm one of the few people, I guess, that switched from many years of Serato to Rekordbox. I originally started with um, M-Audio Torque Exponent, if people remember what that is from back in the day. I had that with my first mixer. The Torque? Yeah. It was the real, you know, first DJ software that wasn't virtual DJ. And it was very simple and clean, which people love about Serato. So Serato came about and completely replaced Torque, in my opinion. And everyone loved Serato because it was so clean and easy to use, but lacking certain features where I feel Rekordbox came in and came out with these certain features. I like how in Rekordbox you can put your favorite playlists like in the middle area versus having them all on the left side where all your main playlists, you can actually have a couple like quick playlists, you know, uh, right in the middle. That's pretty So you cool. can access them quickly. Uh, but honestly, you know, Serato and Rekordbox, they're very similar software. It just takes a little I bit mean, of time to get comfortable making the switch. I'm a really big fan of Serato. I'm a it's, huge fan of Serato. I still go I back use, and forth. But, um, there are absolutely s- some other ones you could use and just have to experiment with them and see what works best for you. I agree. When you're choosing DJ software, whether it's Rekordbox or Serato or Virtual DJ or Torque or Tractors for Farmers, there's no uh, wrong software. There's just what you're comfortable with and experiment. There's no you know, harm in trying out a new software. One uh, point I, I should make on cue points about the Rekordbox software point. <laughs> um, is when you switch from Serato to Rekordbox, your cue points are missing. They're not readable by Rekordbox. So there's software called Record Buddy, which allows you to convert all your cue points from Serato into Rekordbox readable cue points. I wish I knew yeah. of that when I was analyzing all my tracks. Yeah. Yeah. $60, <laughs> and I had, $60 redo, software. I had to redo yeah. all the cue points. Yeah. It was a lot of work yeah, uh, until was, I found out about Record Buddy. That was uh, thanks to Jake Scotto. And uh, Record Buddy made Rekordbox able to happen for me. Because now I use the DDJ-1000. I switched from the DDJ-SZ to the I DDJ actually really like that controller. Love the controller. I tried I it out. Fantastic. It's awesome. I loved it so much. I got rid of everything and 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 used two of them now. Oh. Yeah. The, what it is with the DDJ one thousand, the mic inputs sound much better than the like DDJ SX series. Oh, I have an yeah. SX three. So. Um, and everyone gripes about the mics. Are they really that big? Because I don't have. No, a, I haven't had any yeah. issues. I had the SX two where I think they changed and listened to us and you know made the mics better. 
Okay. So I hope that answers the uh, the record box uh, question. He also asks, is the analyze engine better in one versus another? I would say the record box like analysis engines a little bit more in depth because I believe it includes the key. Serato doesn't analyze keys. It does. It does now? Yeah. So I would say they're probably it's, on par now. It's not usually there. You have to opt in to have opt it in the, like show up. Okay. But they do analyze the key as well. I figured by this time in 2019, uh, Serato and Rekordbox. I mean, they're pretty neck, they're and, neck, neck. and neck. They both yeah. do a lot of the same things. Yeah. But uh, It's just feel. It's just personal point. preference, yeah. Because each software I notice has a different feel to it. Now there was so a. Thank you, EJ. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, there was a a part two to the question from Gordon. Um, he said, as a follow up from yesterday's question, which was the best accessory purchase, what was your biggest waste of money? <laughs> which one? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't like to look because it just upsets me when I when I remember what I wasted the money on. Biggest waste of money though would be. We bought this big video screen DJ booth where the whole front of the DJ booth was uh, like a 50 inch like TV, a TV screen. And I've actually been looking at those. It was monster and it was heavy and everyone hated it. And I brought it out to about three to five events, so almost made some money back on it. But the problem was everyone would stand and dance in front of your screen. So it kind of made it pointless. So it defeated the purpose. It defeated the purpose. And people would come up and say, This is stupid. And I've never had people. You can't come up disagree and say with that. that. <laughs> and it's like, how do I argue with them when they're telling me that they can't see the screen? But you also just bought it, so you're yeah. like, wow. Yeah, I'm like, it was a bad purchase. But then they point to the two screens on the sides of the DJ booth and say, we could see those. These are good. Yeah, these are good. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the video screen DJ booth, more of a novelty item, waste of money. I guess the best use for that would be if you're on a stage. Yeah, so you'd have to be high up below it, you. I thought it looked cool and it made the uh, setup look more impressive. And and uh, you know what I think and what other people who are on the other side think, I guess, are two different things. Right. <laughs> Sadly. What about you? What was uh, uh, the biggest you know expense that you've taken on that was a waste? Um, I think it was a subwoofer that I bought. It was a 18 inch uh, seismic audio aftershock. Wasn't enough. Um, the problem was now nothing against the seismic audio like brand because mm. they are a good brand, but uh, the woofer, the first time ever using it at a Sweet 16, blew. Oh, that's not good. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I have to replace the woofer now. Bought a replacement one and it just blew again. Yeah, it actually blew again. Was it your fault? No. Or you, no. you weren't pushing it too hard? It wasn't too loud. It just couldn't it, handle it. Wasn't, it. it just. So I still have it to this day because I, I can't sell it. <laughs> Nobody wants to buy this thing. Does anyone want a lightly used subwoofer? <laughs> Sounds used. good. Lightly used, very reliable, yeah. good subwoofer. Make it a coffee table. <laughs> make it into a piece of furniture. That's what I use it for. It, yeah. I have a mini fridge in my room, and it goes on top and, of that. And it's a held up by a subwoofer. I like wow. it. Yeah, we all make it's mistakes. It's a nice, uh, a decorative purchasing. touch, but it's a very expensive decorative touch. No, I would like <laughs> to say that... Being a DJ and growing up DJing, you have to make many mistakes and mispurchases along the way to kind of gain a feel for what you should be buying and what you shouldn't be buying. For sure. Yeah. Learned my lesson many times. Absolutely. Uh, if Will was here, he would say the same thing um, because he has a buying problem as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It comes with the territory. Well, I guess that's, yep. all the, that's all the time we have for the Q&A. Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks Thank to you. everybody who is asking questions. We really appreciate that. We'll do more of that next time. 
But uh, all right, we're gonna go into the EV Evolve 50. Coming so, up. That'll be in the next segment. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Q Points, the mobile DJ podcast. I'm Anthony, here with Brett. I'm uh, here. Still here. <laughs> he's hanging out. Still here. Still co Hopefully you guys enjoyed the first couple segments. Uh, now it is time to do a special product review. Very special. Fresh from my garage in Bethpage, Long Island, we have <laughs> the Electro Voice EV Evolve 50 speaker Ooh. in white. The rare white uh, hybrid. Uh, I love this speaker. I've had the pleasure of using it on several events now, both the black model and the white model. Not that there's a sound difference, but the color difference is very apparent with the white speaker. There's people, the black model. There's a black one. I thought you guys could um, see there. With the white model, people come up to me at the events and say, this is absolutely beautiful. This is furniture. This is not a speaker. Where did you get this? It is. And yeah. I mean, it's manufactured white so it doesn't look like it was painted so yeah, you won't it's, see, like, it's very of paint on nice it. and clean i just love the look of it it's a very sexy speaker there is <laughs> um it takes an up light well if you put an up light under the white speaker it will catch the color and glow um and they sound incredible i've had people actually come up to me at the parties and go oh my god these speakers sound so good what is it and they're column speakers People don't understand that Some they're not traditional. Some people call it a line array. They do call it a line array, but the, the, they are a the reason, system. The reason why they say that is because there's a bunch of smaller speakers inside the the, the top of it that, mm. I guess, make a line. Yep. <laughs> um, but, but the tech sheet says they are columnar speakers. It's a column-style sound system because you can't stack more of them and make it you know, a big array system. If you're going to do more of them, they actually want you to spread them out because with these speakers, different than your traditional speakers, it's a, wide, speakers, dispersion, it's a right? wide dispersion, and you'll get comb filtering if the speakers are too close together, which means that they'll actually cancel each other out. So when you set these up, you don't want them four or five feet apart. You want them a minimum of eight to 12 feet, in my opinion. Right. And if you're going to do more than two, you want to spread the uh, satellite ones even further or do what they call toe them out a little bit, where you just turn them slightly outwards, and that way the sound patterns aren't crisscrossing and canceling each other out. That's great. Now, um, the number one thing that I love about these speakers is the portability. I mean, I know I talked about this with the gig bar, um, with how, how portable it is. And when it's a one-man event, um, I mean, these things are just awesome. Uh, as you can see, the subwoofer is nice and small, uh, not heavy at all. I carried it in here. One man. Not heavy at all. That was the whole thing. I did it with one hand. You could literally have w one sub in one hand, one sub in the other, like you do with the regular tops. Uh, my guys, when they load these into the event, they just two up. They carry two at a time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this handle's everywhere. On a dolly, and it really doesn't take up that much space. Yeah, I love these speakers. The whole thing was I needed to take the four-piece sound system, you know, a full, complete sound system has subwoofers, and make it one-manable. Because 15-inch, you know, EV ETX subs are even too heavy for one person. So this took a four-piece sound system and made it one-manable. Great for holiday parties when you need that little extra oomph to get people dancing. Absolutely. You need that sub. Uh, this gives you the whole complete package. There are 1,000 watts per side, uh, but they sound louder, in my opinion. And right now in the Facebook group, the Evolve 50 group, there's a huge debate going on how many people can these speakers really 
cover like what you know is the maximum amount and a lot of people will say 300 or 500 and you could definitely do 500 people sitting in an auditorium i use the speakers for a dance recital believe it or not oh, in cool. a comac middle school uh, middle school auditorium put them on either side of the stage about you know 100 feet apart and they filled the entire auditorium with sound for 500 plus people the dispersion was and that it was incredible it sounded effective? better wow. than the in-house system that the school has built in wow. and they were asking me about them which was really cool see um, that's that's one thing i think i would lean towards with these is as a pa maybe yeah a lot of uh, guitarists will uh, set these up just one in the corner of the bar and they have the dsp built in the digital sound processing so they plug their uh, microphone and their guitar directly into the speaker and can just play out live at a venue and set all the different settings to tweak their voice and to tweak the guitar or whatever they're playing uh to their preferred sound so these are a preferred speaker of choice actually for a lot of uh, live musicians doing you know corner of the room setup. Sure. Um, but with the 500 person auditorium event, it was great for the dance recital and the kids dancing on the stage. But for a private event, I would say these would max out at about 150 people for dancing. Right. You could do a 300 person wedding, but you can't have all 300 people dancing. It's just not enough. So what a lot of guys Why do, do is they... That? The low end, you the sub, because okay. you get plenty of highs with these things, but you want that, that oomph, especially in New York, where we have a lot of like hip-hop heavy crowds, uh, you're playing like Usher, yeah, the, the, the subs are pushing that, out. That first initial, yeah. Bah, bah, yeah. you need that. that you know, everyone's subs are always oomph. overloading on that song. So what people do is they bring out one or two extra subs to kind of reinforce these. And they Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. Would yep. you maybe like pair these with... A, a lot of people are using the, the, uh, the EVEK, uh, EKK, or the ETX even. You put a 15 like behind the DJ, hide it in the corner. You don't have to see it. Yeah, or um, even right like, in the middle. You have one on one side, one on the other side. It's a way then, to do it. And then you have the sub in the middle, maybe. Um, a non-advertised feature about the base unit is the handles on top and the sides are sloped. So what's the biggest party problem? Drinks on the subs. Ah, so now they you can't, can't do that. You can't put the drinks on the sub. <laughs> it'll fall right off. Awesome. Uh, awesome. So and it keeps your white speaker white. While the camera is there, what I really like about this thing is that pole. Because there's, there's no wires. The hidden feature. There's no wires yeah. going up to the top speaker. Correct. So the RCF version of this system, like the Evox, you have to plug the subunit into the top unit. The power and the XLR signal are built into the pole here. So there is no wire behind it or around it. It's all in it magnetic. So when you yeah, set this up. Yeah, that's one thing that I noticed. Click when, and play. When we put it t together, was everything's by magnet. There's no wires for you to. I mean, the only thing you have to do with the wires is to plug the signal in yeah, from, from, the mixer. from your yeah. controller. So a traditional four-piece system, you're coming out of your mixer into the bottoms, and then you need two more wires to go to the tops, and you need four power wires. This system cuts everything in half. So you have two power wires, two XLRs. That's your entire setup. Like I'm literally setting this up at parties in five, ten minutes, where setups used to take me 45 minutes to an hour. So it takes your stress level. That's down. what I'm saying, and and even on one man events, just the 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 portability of these things are incredible. I'm not gonna lie; I set them up in my house and and listen to them because they're that. I good. would too. Yeah. <laughs> I totally and uh, would our too. newest thing is backyard movies. We're using them for our backyard movies. We'll set up the giant inflatable screen, put one on either side of the screen, and you have the best like movie sound that you can get outside. It's there really truly incredible what uh, Electric Voice has done with these speakers.
They're awesome. I love them. They're awesome, man. Um, I, I personally don't own them yet, but I mean, will. just from being able to look at them here, um, I actually got to listen to them. I think it was two years ago when I went to the DJ Expo in Atlantic City when they first came out. Uh, that was one of the things that EV was showcasing. And, um, you know, we took the top off while the music was playing. You couldn't believe you it. You put it back on and the music comes back on. I was like, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah. Like they, they really They're just mind did blowing. it up with these yeah, things. Sure. And what's also cool is it Bluetooth. You can stream music from your phone to one of the towers and just have it in the backyard or cocklower. Or, or like you said, in Bluetooth. your house. Yeah. yeah, or in your house. Um, and it's not just Bluetooth music. You can also control some of the aspects of the speakers, uh, Bluetooth with their app, you can control the equalizer and some of the settings. So when you have these things set up on either side of you, you can tweak them using without the app. having to run over there and without having to like bend down and yeah. adjust the knob and see what the little tiny text says. You could just go out in the middle of the room where you should be listening to it and, you know, tweak them, which is really cool. That's awesome. I know you can also lock people out for people that are worried about random guests at the wedding, just Bluetoothing, <laughs> you know, and playing whatever they want. That's awesome. Gets you in man. trouble that way. That's awesome. Um, so with these speakers, um, they come with a bag for the top, which is really awesome. And the bag holds the top piece and the middle piece. And then the bottom, you can get the standard EV cover, which just slips over the sub and it's great for protecting it. With the white ones though, I ordered covers from Hot Cover, Hot Covers in the UK. And they make really nice thick padded covers. And I made them get the uh, bottom flap uh, added to the cover to protect the bottom of the white speaker because with white speakers white equipment you got to keep it nice absolutely otherwise I mean, it doesn't you know not just white nice. i mean these things are super expensive uh yeah. the retail is right now for the white system uh uh 1699 yep. for which it comes with the sub the middle section and the top and it also has the carrying bag as well so for all that just one just one side one side uh 1699 is retail with the black ones being 100 cheaper at 1599 yes and honestly if you're gonna buy uh like an ev top and an ev sub you're spending over 2000 per side so this is almost more budget friendly to sure. have a full range sound system and not spend 2000 plus per side yeah and fits in your uh you know tiny little car Exactly. Yeah, I exactly. love these things. Stack them all up in a dolly, um, one trip. Yeah. One trip in the now the venue. I used to have a Nissan Altima, and um, these things would have been perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Having to squeeze everything Where were in these there. things when we first started, and we were lugging exactly. around amps and speak-on cables and running crazy power drops? Now it's set up the, the mixer and plug, 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 and play. And play. Exactly. Um, and... I don't know if anyone's experienced the uh, Electro Voice like, warranty and support, but... When they first started shipping these, they had like one or two bad amps. Um, not everybody, you know, like with the iPhone, one or two of them are going to have problems. And it's really about how the company handles it that, you know, dissuades your, your, your fears and makes you feel comfortable owning their equipment. And EV took care of those people like immediately, got the speakers back, shipped them brand new ones right away. Excellent. Anytime I've ever had any sort of like issue with an EV product, they really pulled through customer service, which uh, makes me love being an EV supporter. Yeah. Um, my tops that I use, the ZLX uh, 12Ps. Those are great speakers. They're awesome. But with I love the, the, uh, the ETX and with the Evolve 50, they have the DSP built in, the digital single processing. Yeah, the ZLX has that as well. That, right? And you yeah. can't blow them. 
Nope. They make them unblowable. So all these DJs that used to like start off with like the Mackie SRM 450s, they would blow them like within the first month because they didn't understand gain structure and would run them at red line with the peak light on and then be like, my speaker sounds, you know, like a farting woofer and it's broken. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, with these, they're undestroyable with all the uh, DSP yeah, built in. Yeah, there's just so much technology yeah. built into these things now. It saves you. Where, I mean, you're really protecting your investment. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so these are the white EV Evolve 50s. They also come in black. They come with the case, um, and you can get a cover for the sub. And as I mentioned, as we both mentioned, no wires. That's the beauty of them. Uh, no they, wires within the unit. Within the unit, <laughs> just leading up to the unit. Which is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Because you're, you're, you're always, like, maybe trying to hide the wires or yeah, it's like, like a hassle to tape them up and then if it's hot out the tape comes off the only uh the only gripe perfect. i have with these speakers which is not really a gripe is the pole is not round like a traditional speaker pole so if you want to clamp like a basic light show onto you, it you can't you can't that. but if you watch last week's episode we had the ape lights ape sticks on here and we actually attached the ape sticks to the pole and that becomes a basic light oh show. that is magnetic it's not magnetic we use because uh, it's aluminum so we use uh, velcro or zip tie okay. to attach right. the ape stick. They just sit there. And then you have a basic light show, and everything's wireless, battery-powered, clean look, quick setup. So you you can't use, like, a C-clamp or... Yeah, because the pole is like a rectangle. It's not like a, a, wing a cylinder. Nut, but there are ways to mount things. Yep. Velcro, zip ties. You know, get creative. I saw a guy uh, drill a hole. I wouldn't do this personally. In the back of the sub and mount a pole, another pole, behind the speaker to clamp the lights on. In my opinion, it ruins the I mean, clean appearance I, of the speaker. Yeah, I wouldn't do that, but... To each their own. When you're innovating, yeah. I mean, I guess you have to... Experiment. Experiment with those yeah, things. figure it out, because these are new. Uh, people see them, and they expect, you know, the big, wide DJ speakers on a pole, on a tripod. And they see these, and at first, they're like, wait a second, there's no way. And then once the music comes out, the dancing begins, yeah, and, mean, and the respect for them really grows. I've heard these things there absolutely phenomenal They're a little too uh, good right <laughs> the, the sound quality it makes you wonder why all the other speakers are so big because yep. this this tiny little speaker now they can, figured it out can produce such incredible yeah so check it out the ev sound. evolve 50 and if anyone wants to ask questions about them check yeah, me out at pro dj productions hit me up i'll be happy to chat and voice any uh you know opinions i have on the matter or drop a comment in the video below yep uh Follow us at Q Points Podcast or on the web, QPointsPodcast.com. Yep, 12 noon on Wednesday. See you then. See you next week.